Hello and welcome back to Take 97, a film podcast with me, your host, David Ingram. On today's episode, I shall be doing another th- another film review for you today. <laughs> Aren't you lucky? Uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, but I would say this one, I would say compared to last week's one, is probably my favourite of the two. I figured I'd do Rebecca last week because, you know... It's a it's a Netflix release that's you know it's in the moment. It's I mean not quite in the moment because it was a bit after its release date, but I do feel that you know it had to be talked about because lots of people are talking about it, and it's you know get my opinion out there on that one. This one, however, is very much a personal choice of mine. It's a new release. Um, I I, I just love it. It's one of my favorite um, films I think of this year to date as of the recording of this podcast i love it and it's a little film little film based in northern ireland in the west of ireland specifically um called um pixie now you may think it's a bit of a simple title doesn't sound that amazing uh what's it what's it about like is it like pixies leprechauns you know all like terrible irish stereotypes and such like that it's not actually it's um i would say it's probably one of the best and i i mean, i haven't seen many irish films um so i can't say it's the best irish film ever but it's the best one i've seen out of the ones i've seen i've not seen loads but i've only i've seen a couple because of like when i studied various parts of europe and britain for my uni course and i think pixie is going to be a new cornerstone in terms of like irish films an irish film in general uh so just to quickly get to the point of what pixie is about it's a irish comedy thriller film i've got written down here um and it's just it stars one of my favorite actresses it stars olivia cook who if you don't know who she is i've probably gushed about her way too much on this podcast already on a previous episode but uh she was in me and earl and the dying girl an American film, uh, Bates Motel, the TV series, again, American, uh, Ready Player One as well, uh, again, American, but most people, there's so many people that are so surprised to hear her accent when she reveals it, uh, she's actually from Manchester, uh, and she's from Britain, and again, in this film, she doesn't use a native accent, she is in Ireland, uh, and she does not bad, not not too bad a job on the accent. I mean, I'm not Irish, so I can't really officially say that is a cast on cast iron version of an accent that you know it's brilliant. I can't say that because I'm not Irish, but I would say she does a pretty decent job. She doesn't sound too bad, and as goes the same for some of the other cast members that are on the roster. Uh, we have Ben Hardy. Uh, ben Hardy, if you know who, if you're in Britain, you're listening to this, you may know Ben Hardy from uh, playing Peter Beale on EastEnders on British television on BBC One. Uh, but he also, most recently, in the past year or so, um, he played uh, Roger Taylor, the drummer in Queen, in the biopic Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, and it's just, he was great in that, but he's even, I think his edge really comes through in this film. So, uh, just recap, Olivia Cook plays a character called Pixie O'Brien, uh, and Ben Hardy plays a character called Frank. don't know his last name, just called Frank. Uh, and it also stars uh, a, a great talent. I can't remember off the top of my head if he's actually been in something. He's probably been in a few other things, but I haven't seen him in anything else before this. 
a very talented young actor called Daryl McCormack, uh, who plays a character called Harland. And he is, honestly, he is scared of everything. <laughs> like, he's so scared of getting into trouble. It's brilliant. Uh, like, it provides such comedy in all of this madness that's going on in the film. Now, I call it a comedy thriller film because it's about, like, a drug heist gone wrong and deadly gangster priests. Deadly gangster priests. Uh, d- sorry, I nearly did the accent. It's because every time I hear the phrase, I can't help but think of it in my head like that. Um, and Alec Baldwin plays one of those deadly ca- gangster priests. And there's kind of a turf war going on between Alec Baldwin's uh, character, Father Hector McGrath, and the stepfather of Olivia Cook's character, Pixie O'Brien. Uh, his name, uh, the actor Colm Meany, who plays Dermot O'Brien, who's like the patriarchal figure of this family that Pixie has been brought into. Um, her brother, Mickey, I believe his name is, he's a big, beefy guy. Um, he doesn't like Pixie. He never liked her. Uh, and he's, as, it, it, as it turns out, that sort of becomes part of how things happen and why things escalate. But I'm not going to spoil this too much because I really want you guys to watch it. But honestly, overall, from start to finish, the pacing of this film is brilliant. The tone, amazing. It's just, it's got such wicked comic timing and humour throughout. And I honestly think that my I found my new favourite trio of characters in the form of Pixie, Frank and Harland. Because, honestly, they are just the perfect trio. And all that happens, really. So, to give you a quick booster on what this is all about. So, a drug heist happens between... Um, two guys one of them's pixie's ex and the other one is um pixie's um i don't know kind of someone who's obsessed with her but anyway two guys who are after her anyway one of them they do a heist at the beginning uh some drugs on some priests and then it escalates from there because one of the guys shoots the other one and goes on the run with the uh with the drugs, the massive drug stash that uh, of um, MDMA, and he, they go on the run, and eventually things escalate, and Pixie ends up with the, uh, well, I say Pixie ends up with the drugs and the money, uh, but it comes into the hands of Frank, played by Ben Hardy, and um, Darren McCormack's character Harland. Uh, they end up with the other guy, the second guy who shot the first one. Uh, a dead, uh, dead body in the boot of the car. Uh, this lovely, gorgeous yellow Mercedes. Uh, oh, it's a cla- I, I'm not a car person because I don't know the exact model, but honestly, if I was to own any classic cars from films, that is going to be one of the ones I want now. I want that car. <laughs> but yeah, essentially, it's like a road trip movie with a drug heist gone wrong mixed in and some priests who are deadly gangster priests and a bit of witty humour in the form of Olivia Cook's Pixie who does a stunning stellar job in her performance as that character. Honestly, I mentioned last week there was like uh, Kristen Scott Thomas's character from Rebecca, uh, Mrs. Danvers. Her performance really lifted the film. I think the film has a great cast and they all do their bit generally. I would say Alec Baldwin, he's included. He's not used much, but his part is still really good anyway. But I think... As the main trio are great, and the rest of the supporting cast are just equally as great. But Pixie really does 
lead the film. She's the title character after all, but Olivia Cook does a smashing job as Pixie O'Brien. And <clears throat> I do think that it's, it's not just because they've got Irish accents that things are funny. The things they're saying are genuinely funny and they're genuinely well written um, from start to finish. Uh, you know, there's a there's a joke which I think is overused in the trailer. And so you might not find it as funny when you watch the film, <clears throat> but it's the one about um, how do you know how much this amount of drugs is worth? And the answer to that was, oh, I Googled it. <laughs> and honestly, the reactions of some of them, there's a brilliant joke, a Harry Potter joke. That's all I'm going to say now uh, relating to the to Olivia Cook, uh, Ben Hardy and Darren McCormack's characters as a trio when they walk into this big, scary drug dealers, um, massive base of operations at this like fish factory place. And I got honestly, I <laughs> I was I was laughing my head off at that. But there are other bits as well. I, I think it's um, the the small time drug dealer who um, Ben Hardy, so, so Frank and uh, Frank and Harlan know at a base level. They he goes, "Welcome to Sligo," and I just think it's such an amazingly brilliantly comic performance from all the cast. But they take it so seriously at the same like everything's so taken so seriously. I think that's what the recipe for this is. Because comedy is very hard by nature anyway. So to do it well, I think you really have to take it seriously. And you know, these characters are saying these things, but they sound hilarious to us. So I do feel that Pixie shines in terms of that. And like I said, so drug heist gone wrong, and then Pixie and the two guys end up with this massive mission to sort of escape Ireland uh, and make it for the bright lights of San Francisco, which was Pixie's plan all along um, at the beginning of the film. And you see that she's not got what she wanted and she's going to have to go and do it herself, as it were. And I'm not going to spoil the ending because it's a brilliant ending. I want you guys to experience it when you pot when you can, obviously, because, um, well, as of the recording of this, you can't see anything in the cinema at the moment, but I do, yeah, I was very lucky to go and watch this in the cinema, and honestly, it was a treat on the big screen. So if it ever gets played on the big screen again, I encourage you guys to go and watch it, because it, it's a treat for the eyes. It's not, like, it's not epic space battles or, like, superhero fights or map pirates or anything like that. It's genuinely such a great film. Like, it's got some lovely scenic shots, of I of the I of the Irish countryside, absolutely brilliant. I cannot say how much I love the cinematography of this. It's so simple yet effective, and and the other side of things, the performances by Olivia Cook and the rest of the cast are just brilliant. Pixie is very much a temptress of a character. I would say she's she knows what she wants. She's kind of like a femme fatale in in noir terms, film noir terms. But at the same time, she's you know she's got that independence about her, and honestly, it's not a really cliched um, female lead stereotype of oh she's got to be tough like a man. Like she's feminine, but she knows how to use her femininity. But also, she knows how to be like one of the guys at the same time. It's a nice, like I don't know, blend of character archetypes, so to speak. And I just think she pulls it off brilliantly. Um, and as for the fact that there's deadly gangster priests in this, it's a pretty hilarious um, ride all the way throughout. Um, as I said, I mentioned the car earlier. 
I cannot tell you how much I want that car because <laughs> that car is brilliant. Uh, it's such a like the poster for it. I'm sure when if you look on our Instagram um, and general social media social media pages, I will post pictures of the film. And the car is really so you know you've got the actors and you know the Irish countryside. That's a character in itself. But I think the other thing is the car. Cars in films are just. I think that they play such a role into themselves that you know if the car wasn't there i feel that i mean obviously the whole road trip side of this would be irrelevant but i do feel that you know that yellow mercedes really is a character of its own and it just it really adds value to the film adds a great production value to the film even though it's quite small town uh, in you know its makeup it's not exactly the like a big blockbuster but that car kind of adds a bit of quirky personality to it. And because it's quite a retro car as well, it's not a brand new car, it's an older model. Um, it adds a vintage uh, feel to the film. Because um, I I find it quite funny that it's almost pretty much timeless throughout the entire film. Uh, even the car that, that appears at the beginning with the two guys who are performing the initial drug heist. But I do feel that the film kind of i don't know like because what the minute you get to the end you realize oh this is the 21st century you know they got big uh, like these priests have got big suvs <laughs> filled to the brim with guns uh and i i think that might be a sign might be like a way of telling the audience oh look the church is in the, in this version obviously i just want to point out in this version of this fictional um story um the church is very modern you know these priests, they carry armory around with them. You know, they shoot people. They're gangster priests. They control the drug flow that comes through the Irish borders and so on. And they've got giant, massive 21st century SUVs. But it's kind of like a clash between the modern and the unmodern. Uh, so the retro, because I feel that Pixie, although she's a young woman, she's in a 20, uh, all three of the main cast. So Pixie, Harland and Frank, they're all in their, they're in their 20s. But they just, they really excel at projecting that retro essence, even though it's like way before their time, if that makes sense. And I just think that the film itself is an understated gem. I cannot highlight this film enough. Like, I found so many issues with Rebecca last week. This week, I feel I'm really overselling this film, but I genuinely think it's got such charm, such wit, and such amazing poise throughout the entire film in its makeup cinematography you know the wide irish um countryside there's a particularly funny moment actually so if you haven't seen the film where you intend to see it uh, maybe switch off this little bit now uh skip ahead for like oh, 30 seconds uh but there's a funny bit where one of like he's known as one of the big uh men from the company of like one side of the gangster priests uh i think it's from pixie's own so her stepfather's side of the business uh he comes along and you just it's very godfather-esque very godfather-esque in sense that we get this character um seamus i believe his name is uh who and all this gang uh pixie's stepdad and her family they all have this trademark they all wear animal masks and they come along and they they wear these masks to heists and Seamus wears a mask and he's towing this guy around on a tractor 
uh, torturing him to find out where so where I think it's where Pixie, uh, where Colin, um, Pixie's ex boyfriend is, uh, where the money and all the drugs are, and it's just really funny. Like it's it's a little bit Godfather esque in the way that kind of in the in the same light of the like the horse's head on the pillow uh, in the Godfather Part One, uh, but generally you know that general idea of like being tortured by the gang until you can t- until you decide to speak <laughs> you know it's got all the hallmarks of a traditional gangster movie but with such wit and style which i think only irish film only an irish film or a film set in ireland could get away with um genuinely it's it's a delight from start to finish um i know obviously i mentioned alec baldwin um he does make I would say probably he's prominent in one one big area of the film. Uh, one area of the film is, you know, it's the big fight scene. There's a big fight scene standoff right at the end where you have uh, Pixie's family and their gang and Alec Baldwin's um, Hector Farver, uh, Father Hector McGrath uh, standing in a church with guns after he, like, one, they're both after the money no one wants to give up and then obviously pixie and a little crew are together in the middle it's you know it's a traditional classic standoff uh right at the end and a big fight the slow motion actually the slow motion in that scene is brilliant um but again i'm not going to tell you too much because there's some really really nice moments in between there uh, and i highly encourage you to watch that but i would say overall I'd give Pixie, I didn't rate Rebecca last week, actually, I, I seem to remember. Um, but Pixie, I would say I'd give, uh, it sounds like I'm really overdoing it, but I would give Pixie five stars. Honestly, I would give Pixie five stars in my opinion, because it's not too long. It's only an hour and a half, just over an hour and a half. Uh, the characters are easy to follow. Yes, there could be more depth in places, probably someone would argue. But I personally think that it's worthy of a five star review from myself anyway and in general because it's really quick-witted fast-paced action film with irish comical timing and obviously the beauty of the visuals of ireland and it kind of makes you realize that it doesn't matter where in like where in the world it your film set any genre can work anywhere it's just certain areas bring certain sensibilities and qualities that make the film unique and i think that pixie very much like its lead car the little the yellow mercedes is a unique film in the sense that it brings you a bit of escapism some joy and hilarity overall and i'm just going to leave it on that really guys five stars for pixie and i'm not just saying that because i think olivia cook is a brilliant actress just alone i think it's a cracking film overall so when this comes out on dvd uh, Blu-ray, I shall definitely be getting the Blu-ray copy myself. Um, DVD, Blu-ray, uh, digital download, um, any whichever format you want to watch it on. When it comes to that home medium, or if it's still in the cinema again, after when cinemas hopefully reopen maybe again, go and watch it. Watch it in any form you like, because it's truly a gem. I highly encourage you to go and watch it. And honestly, it was a joy to watch it. Uh, there wasn't many people in the cinema when I um, 
when I watched this original in the when I went to go and see this, but I think it was quite a nice experience just to have quite a fairly empty. I mean, it wasn't that empty. It was quite busy actually because it was an evening showing. So I would say go and watch Pixie. Excellent film, brilliant film, and honestly, what other moments can I mention about it? It's just from start to finish, the film is hilarious. There's even a there's a nice moment um, of intimacy between. The, the two guys and Pixie. So Harland, Frank and Pixie. And you've just got to watch it to understand what I mean about this. Because it's such a... I'm not going to use the word progressive. I just think it's quite funny and quite heartwarming and all in one. You guys will know what I mean when you come to it. But it's them two, the two guys and Pixie in one room together in her bedroom. That's all I'm going to say about that. But yeah, I'd say it's a very unique film. Like the car that, uh, you know, it's a unique look and a unique piece of motor. And uh, it's like a vintage. It, it'll, I think it'll be a timeless classic for the years to come. A road movie from Ireland with a difference. And on another note, the soundtrack to this film is just insane. I mean, the score itself is it's got a very folky, very, you know, traditional Irish feel to it. And... I just feel that it's, you know, encompasses the Irish sensibility of everything, you know, and you know where you are. I mean, obviously the accents are a big giveaway, but you know exactly where you are in this time and place. And some of the pop songs that are used as well, they're very, I don't know, they're very retro and they take you back. And it kind of makes, that's also adds to the feeling of the film of, you know, making it a timeless classic in my opinion you know you've got great visuals brilliant performances and a solid soundtrack throughout i you know it just it's the cherry on the top really and i couldn't really express how much more i love it i mean there's this particular song i can't remember the name of it right now but the name of it you know you'll hear if you guys watch it you'll hear it it's on the end credits and the ending closing scene and it's just it sort of brings it to a nice close and nice close. And the beginning of the film sort of starts in quite a similar way, really. Um, you know, you're really introduced to this journey of the film through music. And then the performances take you away on this road trip of a journey. And, you know, that's what this movie review has been a bit like a true roller coaster of amazingness. And, you know, I, I, I'm not going to stop saying it now because, you know, you can tell I'm a bit biased because I love it. But honestly, even if you leave and you don't like it and there are things you don't like about it, I still recommend Pixie to you. You really should watch it. It's a true classic in the making. And I think it's going to be a classic for, you know, in years to come, people will look back on it and think it's a brilliant film, uh, you know, of its time in the sense that you can really just watch it, escape, have a bit of fun and, you know, start to finish pure slickness throughout it's a slick film it's a slick irish comedy thriller is what pixie is so to conclude this episode of the podcast really i would just say watch pixie brilliant film uh and moving on into other episodes of the podcast um well i'm just going to keep you on your toes i'm not going to give you too much of a preview of what's going to happen in the next couple of episodes but i will say now we are building up to christmas as we speak 
Uh, I know. We'll say now we have got a Christmas special coming. Uh, it will be on the week before Christmas because although these episodes go out on a Friday usually, and I'm pretty sure I think it's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day is on a Friday this year. I felt most people would want to enjoy Christmas without listening to me go on and just spend time with their family as much as you can, obviously, um, and just see what the day turns out to be. But usual place, usual time, when it gets to December, the Christmas special will be running. Um, I'm aiming to make this a bit of an extravaganza, and I'll be explaining more details about that as we get through the future episodes and we come closer to the episode air date. Uh, but I'm very excited to share that with you. I've got some cool ideas and a few bits of discussion to come, but I'm going to keep that a little bit secret to myself for the moment, and I'll let you find out when you get to it. But for now, guys, um, like I say, Pixie is a true Irish gem, an absolute delight, and, you know, I am now hunting for a yellow Mercedes. If anyone knows where I can get one, just like the one from the film, let me know. If it's affordable... I will totally buy it. Um, but yeah, guys, have a brilliant uh, rest of your weekend. And I hope to see you on the next episode of the podcast. Well, there, there shall be hopefully more movie news, movie chat, movie chit chat, everything in between. And I will catch you later, guys. Have a good one. See you later. <laughs>